Hello everyone and welcome to my place on the internet where I will be your host Peter aka the Mutton Chop Guy where every month is Pride Month. Ah <laughs> uh, yes Pride Month. The one month out of the year where companies, corporations, and governments say that we accept the LGBT plus community by slapping a rainbow on everything for 30 days. And then they take it all down and stick it in a closet like it's haunted decorations and then they tell us to move on like it's some kind of phase. <sighs> this for you pay me my money <laughs> okay so yes i am making an episode about pride month mostly just because i've been kind of wanting to do something like this in a way but full disclosure here i've never celebrated pride month nor even gone to the pride parade i really need to get out more Yeah, I know that might be shocking to a lot of people that, oh my goodness, somebody who's hosting a channel about gay comics and gay manga never done a pride parade or do anything for pride month? <gasps> the audacity! What is wrong with you? Yeah, well, I, I don't I don't know what to tell you. It's just, I, I, I don't know. It's maybe my background, my upbringing, who knows. But I will certainly say that after seeing that one of my personal favorite YouTubers made an episode about LGBT plus manga content and seeing that she had my brother's husband on that list I got really really excited because I'm like oh, did she see my episode and then was deeply saddened and disappointed because she didn't even mention any of that I, I just want her to say hi back that's all I want <laughs> So instead of doing the typical, I guess typical, I don't know, the, the thing that people tend to do for Pride Month, and again, I don't know because I never celebrated Pride Month before, I'm going to try to do something for Pride Month. I, I just, uh, I don't know. <laughs> don't be nervous. You're going to be great. So what is it that I want to do for this episode is very simple. I want to talk a little bit more about myself as somebody who fits within the LGBT plus spectrum, but talk about things that I identify with because with what the things I identify with is because I felt like I was alone and then finding out that these things existed helped me feel less alone. And to my loyal listeners who've been here from the beginning, you guys know what my background is. You guys know what my upbringing was. To the people who have not watched that first episode, I understand it was not really that great, but who cares? I care. I come from a very particular background of religion, known as the LDS Church, or to the heathens. <laughs> it's Mormons, and I hate using the word Mormons now because to me Mormons become is now like a, a derogatory term, and it's just, it, it yeah. It feels like a certain F word that the LGBT plus community knows so well about that we don't like to mention here at all. It feels like that. So when I talk about the LDS church, I either like to say that they're LDS members or that they're Latter-day Saints because that's what LDS stands for. Oh. But when it comes to this particular religion, I guess, and the, L and the LGBT plus community. Oh my god, there are so many acronyms I'm going to be saying right now. Crap. There's, when it comes to these two particular 
sections of reality. I feel like the combination of these two gets swept under the rug so hard that it scares me. So, what I would like to do is share a little bit about myself by recommending some of this material that helped me really identify with. So, first things first that I want to cover or quickly get out of the way that if you have not watched the movie Rocket Man or Bohemian Rhapsody, I highly recommend checking those out. Those Elton John and Freddie Mercury are my heroes. They have been since I was a kid. And when I also found out that they came out of the closet and everything, it made me feel so much better knowing that I wasn't alone. Not only that, but when watching those movies, yes, they made me cry. But here's the thing, it's because I love them. They're great movies. I highly recommend watching those for Pride Month as well. The other piece of material I would like to quickly cover that does not get covered or has not been talked about yet that I've talked about on my Discord, but I have not talked about on my channel. It is a documentary called Queer Japan, and it is pretty much a documentary covering all the spectrums of the LGBT plus community in Japan and how Japanese culture handles this particular subject matter. Yes! That's awesome! I thoroughly enjoyed watching this. I watched this thing like four times when I rented it off of YouTube, which if you didn't know, you can rent it on YouTube. Go ahead and do that. Trust me, you're not going to be disappointed. Now, I will certainly say, yes, there are going to be lots of subtitles, and you're just going to have to get over it, okay? Mm-hmm, I heard that. I wish I didn't hear that, but I just heard that. Trust me, it's the reason why I watched it like four times, is so I can know what they were saying through the subtitles and be able to watch everything else going on on screen, okay? It's just, it's, sometimes it's hard for me. But yes, this was a wonderful documentary. I absolutely loved every second of it. I will certainly say that I teared up anytime I saw Takame or Pusuke on screen because they are my Japanese heroes in terms of gay manga. So yeah. Unfortunately, I didn't see Jiraiya, but I totally understand Jiraiya wants to keep his life private and I, I totally respect that. Well, thank you. But okay, the other two pieces of material that I want to talk about really speak to me on a personal level because of my background. So the first thing I'm going to talk about here is a book called Peculiar People, Mormons and Same-Sex Orientation. This is basically a book that is a collection of testimonials from various people within the church, whether they are people of the LGBT plus community or not. But this is a extremely harrowing, harrowing piece of material that this really helped me a lot. This really gave me that, that sense of acceptance and inclusivity because I didn't feel alone. One of the things that I don't think a lot of people realize when it comes to like the LDS church and homosexuality is that the LDS church kind of follows a lot of similar practices that the Amish community follows, like um, shunning. Shunning is actually quite prevalent within the LDS church. Uh, I, I should know. <laughs> Trust me, I should know. Um, but this particular book helped me really learn who I was and that uh, one of the things that I was facing as somebody growing up in the church as a bisexual is that one, I was hated by the people within the church, as it was stated to me, and then two, people of the LGBT plus community wouldn't accept me because I'm somebody who's part of the LDS church. And that a lot of people say that the LGBT community are a bunch of atheists. Who said that? The damnable lie 
I'll tell you that right now if you're thinking that. And here's the major thing that I will point out about this book. The people that gave their testimonies in here, some of them still practice today. Do they go to church? No, but they still read and do some of the other personal practices that the, the church advocates. That's the word I was looking for, advocates. So if you're somebody who grew up in the LDS church and you're also somebody part of the LGBT community, I do highly, highly recommend reading this book. And if you're even not part of the LDS church and you're part of the LGBT plus community, give this book a read because I feel like this has a lot of applications to other sects of religions, okay? Even if it's just, you know, even if it's Judaism or Islam or Hinduism or Taoism or whatever, I, I feel like this has enough application outside of just Christianity that this should also help you feel better if you feel like you're being shunned out of your religious community. Oh, thanks, man. And the final piece of material I want to cover is a documentary called Believers. Now, for the life of me, I don't know why I can never keep this guy's name in my head. Then again, I am the worst person on this planet when it comes to names. If you show me a picture, I'll be able to identify that person without a problem. Ask me for their names? Uh... Yes, so... Yeah, the lead singer from Imagine Dragons, if you guys didn't know, he's part of the LDS church. And he funded and created this documentary called Believers, which is covering, in particular, LDS church members, teens in the LGBT plus community. This documentary was probably the thing that hit closest to home because one of the major content subject matters that they talk about in this particular documentary is the suicide rate amongst teens in the LDS church and homosexuality. This made me so happy that it exists because people need to understand what people like myself went through growing up. We all know that junior high, high school, and puberty are a very confusing and scary time for all of us. Now imagine growing up in a particular religion that has a very strict moral codes against the LGBT plus community, finding out that you're a part of that and doing everything in your power to pray it away. As they would probably put it. I mean, I will confess to you here right now, I gave paychecks away to the church, hoping that doing that would get, get rid of my impure thoughts believe me that is no longer the case <laughs> i don't think that way anymore uh, i i've come to terms with accepting what my religion is and still practicing it by reading the book of mormon and the scriptures but it's not going to you know gatherings of worship because i find that the organization of a religion is an issue not the religion itself and that is probably one of my biggest gripes when it comes to this particular subject matter in general is that people always want to sit here and say that religion is evil, it's evil, it's evil, all the people who are religious are evil. Yeah, gee, why are you saying all like it's a very similar language that was used back in the 1960s and 50s when segregation existed? I just, I'm, hmm? <laughs> Huh? 
Hi, Editing Peter here. Just want to clarify something real quick. When it comes to the subject of religion, I find religion to be a private matter that has a set time and place for its own worship because all religions set a time and place for its worship. And therefore, I feel like the conversations should be mostly had there amongst other like-minded people. And it's a private matter amongst the people who do practice to it, while also having the privacy of being able to do their daily practices, whether it's reading scriptures, having prayer, or whatever the situation may be calling for from the said religion. But in the same spirit of pride, when it comes to us asking for the amount of respect that we are asking, I feel like we should also give in kind when it comes to people who practice their religion. Because just like sexuality, People who practice religion is not a binary thing, it's either they do all of it or none of it, but it's a spectrum of people who follow certain practices and traditions from said religion because to me, a religion is a frameworking for an individual to dictate how they live their individual life and not everybody around them. Therefore, when it comes to the people who practice religion, if you want us to respect your religious beliefs, then you need to respect other people's ways of life. Because if you let other people of different religions be able to coexist around you, then why can't we coexist around you? Because we're not causing any harm towards you in any way, and we're not inflicting any infractions on your way of life if it's your, your way of life as an individual is not being impeded by our existence. And to the people of the LGBT plus community, I also feel like we should lend the same level of respect when it comes to religious beliefs that on the predication that they're not using it to actively cause any form of harm or inhibitance and using their religion as a justification as such, such as, you know, denying a marriage license because your religious belief says that this is wrong, then we're keeping the church and state separate. And that's a major thing that I feel like needs to be stressed here. That religion is not government, but a way of life for the individual. And now back to your regularly scheduled program. But yeah, so this, this documentary covers a lot. And if you're somebody who doesn't know about this stuff, I highly recommend watching it because man, I just, it, it hit so close to home to me that I literally cried the majority of the time. And it's because I felt like my voice wasn't there. No one, I didn't have a voice to be heard. Like no one was able to hear the voice of, you know, the cries for help that was happening within this particular section of the community of the world. And seeing that somebody who is part of the church, who's not part of the LGBT plus community, literally using their money that they're making from their music to help people of this community not be so messed up in the head like I've been you know just you know it's it's uh, I just highly recommend you guys watching it. it is is huge I didn't want I don't want to spoil a lot of the details because a lot of the times it's it's really really hard I mean like there's a sec there's a part in this documentary where you see a young girl come out of the closet in church in front of the entire congregation and the bishop tells her to sit down and moves on with the lesson of sacrament. And trust me, I, oh, I honestly wish I had the courage back then to do something like that, but I didn't. And you know what? I think we all come to learn to accept ourselves in our own way, whether it's through the persecution that we get from the outside world or from our own internalized hatred. But either way, I will certainly say this as a way to... <laughs> 
kind of start closing off this episode is that if you're somebody who comes from the LDS church and is part of the LGBT plus community and you have felt like you've been alone for a very, very long time, believe me, you're not alone. I, I was there and I've been there and I know how it feels. Believe me, I know how it feels. To a lot of people that might not know, yes, I still talk to my mother and my mother still loves and adores me as her child. Even though she knows that I'm married to another man and she's a very devout person of the LDS church. But that's the thing I want to impart on everybody is that it's not something as simple as it's a religion's fault that people are like this or is, you know, society's fault that it is. No, it comes down to you need to look at it on an individual case by case basis. A lot of people, the LDS church might not agree with the LGBT plus community. But to sit here and say that all of them hate them and that they all want to do damage and harm to them is a big fat fucking lie. That's a damn lie. And it drives me up the wall every time I hear people say that. So I certainly hope with all that I have said that you guys enjoyed what I had to say. If you have not checked out any of the things that I talked about between the two documentaries, this book, and the two movies that I also mentioned, I would highly go check them out. Now, you don't have to go watch Rockman and Bohemian Rhapsody if you want to skip those two. That's totally fine. They're always going to be around. They're mainstream movies as they are. But I do highly recommend going to check out Peculiar People. This book is absolutely amazing. Please go read it. It's good. Go watch the, the documentary Believers from Imagine Dragons. It is extremely powerful and it needs to be watched. And I want to bring more attention to it because, like I said, I feel like this particular section of LDS members of the LGBT plus community get swept under the rug not only by the LDS church but by the LGBT plus community as it is. Hi Editing Peter here. I just wanted to clarify one quick thing. When I state that I feel like it gets swept under the rug both by the LDS church and by the LGBT plus community, I just mean that I feel like this is something that does not get brought up a lot and then it if it does, it's quickly dismissed just because of the nature of the thing between a religious sect and the LGBT plus community. So I just wanted to clarify that it's not what I'm saying is actually happening. It's just this is how I felt because a lot of the people that I have talked to who are part of the LGBT plus community don't actually know a whole lot about the LDS church and a lot of the things that are happening. So please keep that in mind. Right. Yeah, I got it. So, I certainly hope you guys enjoyed what I had to say in this episode. Uh, I certainly hope you guys enjoyed the things that I talked about. I do hope that you guys check out my recommendations. If you guys have anything to recommend to me to watch this LGBT plus related stuff, which by the way, yes, I did watch this special Pride that was on FX. Don't worry about that. I watched it. It was really great. Go watch it if you haven't. But if you have any other material that is part of the LGBT plus community that you feel like I should watch for Pride, let me know. I would love to watch that stuff because I want to educate myself more. Instead of being stuck in ignorance or being blinded by societal ignorance, I would rather have people just give me the material and allow me to consume it at my own pace and learn from it. So that is all for my episode. Please go check out the stuff that I recommended. Go hit me up on my social media that is linked down below if you haven't. Donate to my Ko-Fi if you want to help me out. And I'll see you guys all in my next episode. Goodbye.